0: As we recognize the service of America's men and women in uniform, we also must honor their families who sacrifice so much every day. In every community across the nation, there are families of military personnel who endure frequent deployments and separations. They carry on while their loved ones are sent into harm's way and wait patiently for their safe return. They support their loved ones and help them heal when they return home with life-altering injuries and all too often, they must deal with the ultimate sacrifice. Please join the American Legion, the nation's largest veteran service organization, in saluting our military families. Our military families serve with the same strength and honor and commitment as our men and women in uniform. If you really want to honor a veteran, look for ways to support their families and thank them for their sacrifices. Go to legion.org slash honorveterans to find out how you can help.
1: A few moments ago, I placed a wreath at the tomb of the unknown soldier and as I stepped back and stood during the moment of silence that followed, I said a small prayer and it occurred to me that each of my predecessors has had a similar moment and I wondered if our prayers weren't very much the same, if not identical. We celebrate Veterans Day on the anniversary of the armistice that ended World War I. The armistice that began on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. And I wonder, in fact, if all Americans' prayers aren't the same as those I mentioned a moment ago. The timing of this holiday is quite deliberate in terms of historical fact. But somehow it always seems quite fitting to me that this day comes deep in autumn when the colors are muted and the days seem to invite contemplation.
2: Ladies and gentlemen of Irish nations, Welcome to the Leprechaun Connection Veterans Day Special. Mike McClure and Sean Buck here, your hosts. The email for the show is leprechaunconnection at gmail.com if you'd like to reach out to us. You can also visit our website at leprechaunconnection.com where you'll find a link to our Patreon and a link to our Donate to St. Jude. That's leprechaunconnection.com if you'd like to support the show. Welcome, lads and lasses. Joining us on the program are a couple of veterans from our podcast team, Martin LaPointe and Bruce Ruff. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing? What's going on? I'm doing good. How are you, Bruce?
3: I'm feeling great.
1: Hey, guys, you know what? We wanted to give a shout out to all of our veterans, all of you guys in the podcast with me tonight, and all the veterans out there serving this great country of ours. Thank you for your service for your selfless sacrifice. Thank you for making this country safe and making it what it is. We here at the Leprechaun Connection salute your service.
2: Yeah, real quick, um, before, what what, what we're going to do is, is that, now what we're going to do is, uh, Martin, uh, Bruce, and myself, we are going to take some time to kind of talk about our service, the branch we served in, our years of service, the rank we obtained, and then we have a fondest memory we want to uh, to share. But, Before we do that, uh, Sean has a uh, Veterans Suicide Awareness PSA. Go ahead, Sean.
1: Each year, thousands of men and women return home from serving our country, protecting us from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Having served with honor, these heroes all too often come home and struggle with adjusting, whether it's due to PTSD, survivor's guilt, or a combination of several factors. In 2020 alone, there were 6,146 veteran suicide deaths reported among United States military veterans. At the Leprechaun Connection, we want all veterans to know that you are not alone, and help is available. Visit www.va.gov or www.mission22.com for more information about programs and materials available. Or you can call the Veterans Crisis Line simply by dialing 988 988- then one on your phone. Together, we can make a difference.
2: Thank you, Mr. Sean Buck. All right, so we're going to go ahead and let Martin go first. Uh, since he hasn't been on the show in a while, we miss you, buddy. You, uh, you Last year, you were a regular on the show, but you've just been so damn busy with your life, getting all married and stuff, going on honeymoons and stuff. So we're glad to have you back. So please, the floor is yours. Give us, uh, you know, a, uh, briefly on kind of like, you know, like you said, your branch of service and how long you served, where you served, and your your uh, your fondest memory. Go ahead.
4: Well, I was really only in for a few years. Um, I injured my knee, slipped down a wet floor, uh, did a baseball slide into a brick wall. But I, I don't know. It, 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 that's a long what story. That's a, that's a long story. But I mean, I, I was in my. I I had three different schools to go through, and I was in my like the middle of my second school. Got put on medical hold and then got transferred down to Virginia. That was a lot of fun. Hmm. <laughs> but, um, no, so, I, um, but my fondest memory, I don't know if I necessarily have a fondest memory. I have some really funny stories, but what I'll say is when I went in at 18 into boot camp. I acted like I was 16. What branch of service? So, oh, sorry, I was in the Navy. I, I went into the Navy, um, and the reason why is I at that time I saw 39 states because my dad took us all over the country. I wanted to see the rest of the world. So, what's the best way to do that? Join the Navy. That. So why not? And they pay for your school and everything else. So that's that's why I joined. Um, but when I joined, I was I was 18. But I acted like I was sixteen, not gonna lie. I was really really immature. but when I got out of boot camp, I acted like I was a twenty one year old man uh just nine and a half weeks later and I guess this would probably be my fondest memory right here is out of boot camp, walking around Liberty weekend with my family after graduating, and I hear my older sister, which is eight years older than me, and she says, "You know or you know he is." but you can tell just by looking at him and the way he walks that he's more mature. So I guess, I mean, it, that would, probably, I would, that would probably be my fondest memory. I mean, I guess you would say, cause that was, you know, from my, you know, big sissy. So while I was in there and, you know, just graduated, you know, feeling good, you know? So, but it, it, I, I think every young man of peaceful times, i think that's like almost the best thing for somebody at that age because like i said when i when i came out and i was talking with friends uh that i knew in high
2: school they were still in high school well martin we thank you very much for your service uh mr bruce ruff uh give us your story buddy
3: oh i uh joined the air force right out of high school um I had uh, my uncles, both were in the Air Force, so growing up, I was kind of looking forward to that, Uh, you know, following in their footsteps. I I had a love for the, you know, military. Um, Joined, became an ammo troop, munition systems specialist. I worked on missile systems, the guidance system. Um, And got lucky enough to get stationed in uh, Pisa, Italy, which was really cool. Um, Got to see Europe. Got to go to a couple of nice things called Oktoberfest in Amsterdam. but <laughs> well, that's a whole nother story. Um play, played a lot of softball over there. Um one of my I, I can't talk like one of my favorite I don't know, memories. It's just one of the things I loved was and I know you guys know all about this, is um your 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 coin. Everybody's got a coin. Challenge coin. Challenge coin. Uh, I've yep, definitely sure. bought some beers with this thing. <laughs> Unfortunately, I I lost, um, but yeah, ammo. Our our initials were I Y A A Y A S, the Yayas, which stands for if you ain't ammo, you ain't shit. So that, that that's one of my my favorite things besides the brotherhood. Um, but I only I, I spent four years, got out, um, and moved on with my life. But I'm very grateful for the four years I spent in the Air Force.
2: Right on. Well, thank you for your service, my man. I get. Gu- I guess it's my turn. <laughs> So, yeah. Mike, I, uh, take it away. I served eight years in the United States Army Reserve. Um, I did two stints in Germany. Those, those are really good, fond memories. Um, I achieved the rank of E4 specialist. That was the highest I got. Had offers to be, to be sergeant, but honestly, I really didn't want to be, but, uh, did my time. I did, uh, two tours in, uh, Iraq in 2005 to 2006 and then 05, uh, then 08, 09. Um, uh, my first tour, we, uh, worked for, uh, special operations command working for those guys. Uh, my, I worked as a mechanic and a truck driver. And then my second tour was the last tour. Well, that was my last tour of duty. Once our tour ended in 2009, then I was, I, I officially got out, but that was, I guess my fondest memory. And, and and you know, like, like Bruce said, it's, there's so many memories and, I guess one quick, funny story that I guess, cause you know, we all like to laugh, uh, in, in Iraq, we, we had porta potties. And as you can imagine, if you lived in the desert for some of you listening on the show who live in Arizona or Southern California, New Mexico, parts of Texas, you know, it's hot as blazes, right? I mean, it was in the triple digits all the time and, and, and you, and using a porta potty is like, you, you know, you, you, lose, you lose weight just using that alone because you're sweating. And all that. So one of the things we like the pranks, we like to pull on one another. And when a guy was in the porta potty taking a dump, we had this big, huge, massive, uh, like two liters of bottle of water is what we had carried with us. And so somebody would go in there taking a dump. We like to bust it open and then just just gludge them with, with water while they're pooping just to get somebody because uh, you're just completely defenseless. And so just I, I guess the fondest memory would be like the stupid pranks we pull on one another. So, I, you know, until you encounter the food <laughs> well, yeah,
3: hey, Mike, Mike, let me ask a question. You are in the desert. I was over in Saudi. Did you yeah. guys not have, um, uh, with the camel spiders, you know, how big. Those oh yeah. Are? Oh yeah. Well, oh, we yeah, used to get sure. the scorpions and fight them. Oh yeah. Did you get the guys
2: them? who had some, uh, cojones that would do that when they're, you know, soldiers get bored, military oh. members, they get bored you know, and you do dumb things. Oh, yeah. And one of our guys, he, he found one and they just, I got to play with it.
3: <laughs> like it's a toy. We used to fight them.
2: Yeah. But so Sean, you had some, um, some people in your life close to you who served in the military. Why don't you go ahead and talk about, talk about that
1: first. Let me preface this by saying again, gentlemen, thank you for your service. Thank you for helping make this country great and keeping it safe. Um, in my personally, I've I've known several people who have enlisted in the armed forces, uh, and I would be remiss if I didn't talk about uh, my fraternity brother, uh, David Fribley. David Fribley was uh, just one of the nicest people you will ever meet. He would give you the shirt off his back. Uh, he was a he was like what what I like to refer to as country strong. Okay. Uh He was a multi-sport athlete, quiet, soft-spoken kind of guy, unless it was time to say something like if you really got his ire up. Um, <laughs> one, one funny story I will tell you about, about Frib, as we called him. Uh, so we went out one night, we're having some drinks, and <laughs> and we get back, and one of our other fraternity brothers, who happened to be Fribly's roommate, he had a bad habit. Of drinking too much and doing stupid stuff like people are known to do no. when they drink too much, right?
3: Never. <laughs> <Well, laughs>
1: Fri Fribly, Fribly walked back in his room and he was a couple doors down from me, but I heard him say, What the and I'm like, oh no. And I see the next the next thing I see is him taking his roommate out in the hallway, one hand putting him up against the wall. Wild look on his roommate's face, who is naked and still peeing, and Furby's got him up against the wall. And I, I, remember walking out there, and I'm like, "Oh, oh, don't, don't kill him, don't kill him." And he's like, "That's the last time he does this." And I forget who anyway, somebody asked him. Somebody's like, "Does what?" He goes, "Pees on my bed." And I'm like,
4: "Nope, go ahead and kill him.
1: Go ahead and kill him. It's worth it." That and is it was it the first and time he? He
2: (laughs) now, and here's the thing,
1: I said, a strong dude. Okay, I mean, physically strong guy. He picked the other fraternity brother. His name was JJ. He picked JJ up and choke slammed him into those one of those huge like seventy (laughs) five pounds cans, and and just closed the lid. I'm like, yep that 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 makes the most sense out of anything that just happened. And JJ just. He stayed in there for a couple minutes. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, so, so can I get out? And Fribly's like, you sleep in there tonight. <laughs> Fribly closed the door. Um, but anyway, Fribly served in the uh, the United States Marine Corps. He enlisted, um, because uh, primarily because of, of 9-11. he he felt that it was it was his duty uh, to to enlist and to serve our our country. Uh, he was tragically killed at uh, Nazaria in 2003. Uh, so every year uh, on the date of of his passing, you know, we post uh, on our on social media and what have you, just uh, memories of him, and you know, uh, usually a picture of him in his uniform. But uh, I, I've known a, a number of people who've served, and you know, to those who have served, thank you again for your service to our country.
2: We have this message here from the American Legion. America, let me tell you about Sergeant Greg Anderson. He recently
5: served two tours in Afghanistan where he received a bronze star for heroism and a purple heart for injuries sustained in combat. He recently left military service and now he's unemployed. The unemployment rate among transitioning service members is unacceptably high, much higher than the general population. Many of our men and women in uniform gave up good jobs and careers to join the military and take up the fight for freedom around the globe. They deserve a chance to get back to work after serving their country. Please join with the American Legion, the nation's largest veteran service organization, in recognizing that veterans are a proven commodity. They're mature, reliable, and hardworking. The training and experience they receive in the military is second to none. Do you really want to honor a veteran? Hire one. Go to legion.org slash honor veterans to find out how you can help.
2: (laughs) All right, folks, if you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, tell a neighbor. We sincerely appreciate it. Also, please check out our Patreon page. Just go to patreon.com and search Leprechaun Connection. Just three bucks a month just for general support. It helps uh, keep this podcast going. Uh, it helps to fund uh, future tailgates, watch parties, etc.
1: Guys, once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for your service to this country. Thank you to all the veterans out there for your service to this great country of ours. And thank you for making it safe and making it the place that I love to call home. Thank you very much.
2: All right, folks, this has been a special Veterans Day edition of the Leprechaun Connection podcast. And again, like Sean said, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our U.S. veterans out there. We salute you and your service. All right, folks, visit our Facebook page to stay on top of everything Irish. And don't forget, check out our merchandise store, and you'll find it all at leprechaunconnection.com. For Sean Buck, Martin LaPointe, And Bruce Ruff, I'm Mike McClure, and join us here next time, right here on the Leprechaun Connection Podcast. And everybody says,
3: Go Go, uh, Irish." Irish!